Hey awesome people, welcome all to the new podcast series, Her Voice. I'm Chetna here, your host, a mother of two amazing kids and a lovely dog. This podcast series has been started with an intent to give a platform to all the women out there who want to share their little inner voice. You might be a student, you might be a manager, you might be a CEO, you might be a director, or you might be a wife, you might be a daughter, you might be a sister. Wherever you come from, whatever title you have earned for yourself, but there is always a little inner voice has to be nurtured, which has to be loved, which has to be heard. And this is a platform where it is going to help you to share uh, that little inner voice. This this podcast is going to bring in women from varied culture, from varied background to share their little So welcome Vishwa, welcome to Her Voice Podcast. First of all, I would like to say thank you for accepting and willing to be a part of my journey. A warm welcome and thank you. Thank you, Jitna. It's really a pleasure. Thank you for actually connecting with me and giving me this platform to share my journey with your audience. So my first question always to my guest is, who are you? Like, who is Vishwa? I like to describe myself as a dreamer, first of all. Since childhood, I've always been the one spending hours all by myself and just dreaming. I don't know what, whatever I could think of, what I like. Eventually, then I realized that I'm also a seeker. A lot of kids today who call me question mark auntie because I keep asking a lot of questions all the time. And... I'd like to call myself purely as just a human being with all that comes being a human being, right? It comes with what a human is, emotions and drama and uh, the, the love and passion for expression and nature. I just love it. So all the bad and the good that a human being has, I think that is all me. That's me otherwise, a dreamer and a seeker. That's wonderful, actually. Um, a dreamer and a seeker. Like, what are your thoughts on the decisions, Vishwa? Well, I've always considered decision as one of the powerful tools that the humans are gifted with. I use decision as a power because this power is something that takes us forward in our journey. It's not about whether the decisions that we make are right or wrong. It's the decision that we make that point in time that we consider is best for us. But still the power, it's a power that would rest with us. We're given a choice. When you decide, it's basically a choice. And it helps you grow and as it takes you forward in your journey. I, I kind of use decision as a power. So as you told, like one is power, definitely agree. And how that helps you to grow, Vishwa? So how, can you just elaborate on that? All of us try to figure out what a good and a bad decisions are, right? We always feel that good decisions are when the outcome is good. And when again, the good means that something which is pleasing without pain. But I think that decision is basically a power because, let me give you an example. I decide that I don't want to study, for example, right? A 16-year-old Vishwa might say, I don't want to study. That decision or the power that I choose, uh, use is going to have an outcome 
when I don't study or I don't appear for the exam, tomorrow when I'm out in the world and I want my desired job, it's going to have an impact on that. Now, that impact is, again, going to teach me something. I may revisit my decision. I may revisit the thought process that made me decide that I don't like to study and I want to. Or it might tell me that, okay, probably this is not the part. So no matter what I decide, the growth is basically, it takes you forward. So what Vishwa was when she decided not to study to what Vishwa is when the outcome was there, right? I have grown from there. That point in time when I made the decision was very like, okay, fine. You know, I have the power. I don't feel like I don't like to study. So I'm not going to study. That is what Vishwa was at that point in time. The outcome has a different Vishwa because now she's not liking the outcome of the decision that she's made. So that, that is the journey that I'm talking about. It takes you forward. So the next time when you are to do something that you don't like and you are to decide, then suddenly this Vishwa is going to now think that again, my outcome is something I have to be very conscious about. This is what I mean by, by growth. It really, whether you make the good or the bad decision, it's still making you grow. So there are people who might understand this early on in life. There are people who might learn later, but all of us learn through the decision-making process. If we are not deciding for ourselves, I think there is no growth because someone else is living the life for us. We're not living our own life. We're not growing, right? I hope that answers the question. So Vishwa, when you were telling the outcome base, like when we are not happy with, we take a decision and the outcome was not in our favor. Any any person gets into that zone of, okay, I became a failure because of the decision. So at that moment, when my, my decision is not giving me that result, what a person can do at that moment when I get to know that my decision was wrong, to a, to able to overcome that and make the right decision in future. Speak out of my own because I definitely have those episodes in my basket. I would love to hear that incident also where you took responsibility to your own decision and uh, that has molded you as an individual as on today. So I come from a traditional Gujarati family where my father has always encouraged all, uh, both me and my brother to pursue education as a path. But for some reason, I've always been inclined towards extracurricular activities in school and especially performance on stage. So eventually, when I was in college and I knew that, I started winning a lot of uh, prizes, you know, as, as the best female model um, or the best catwalk person. And then my peers also pursued it further and they suggested I do the same. Now, this was a tricky decision to make because I knew I was not going to be supported by my father. Uh, so without telling my dad, this is the decision that I made and the biggest decision of my life. I applied for the Miss India contest without my dad knowing <laughs> and I got selected. And then I had to start or begin my journey for the training and I needed, they had asked us to bring in a certain amount uh, to be part of it, and this is 20 years ago, I landed up going to my school teacher because my dad was upset when I showed him the letter that this is what I have done. I want to go ahead with this. I have a one month's training, and for that, I'll have to be there with them, and I need 35,000 bucks. I'm sharing how much it was at that point in time. So, of course, it was something that my dad 
was not going to approve what he was upset. He said, it's your third year. I was in my DY, uh, the last year of my graduation. And, uh, but then I thought, okay, I'm not giving up. It's a lifetime opportunity. I kind of thought of my principal who had always liked me. And she said that probably this girl has uh, more than just education to herself. I went to her. She supported me. And I owe her my life-changing decision because she made this happen, right? She just said, yes, go ahead. We are very proud of you. Here it is. This decision has changed my life, Chaitanya. Not just me, but I would like to believe that a lot of other daughters in my family, a lot of friends uh, where I grew up from, that... Yes, if you really want to pursue something, you do have people who are ready to help you. Yeah. So how did this decision mold me? Was A, it gave me the confidence that nothing is impossible. It doesn't matter where you come from. What matters is where you want to go from there. Second, I realized that universe is filled with lovely people who may come to you in different ways and they are willing to help you. So get creative and then come up with solutions. <laughs> so therefore, my journey began where all I had to do is think, dream of what I really wanted to do next and next and next. So it was a series of decisions based on the conviction that yes, I am supported by the universe in a much larger space than being worried about what. And eventually my dad also came around, right? So this is the one incident, right? The decision that I, now I want to link this to the previous question, which was how that decision that I made, there are other decisions where, you know, I realized that I made a wrong decision and that was the time I had to self-talk, talk to myself and then change the narrative and change the emotion. So the same time as my dad had anticipated, my Miss India was just when I had to appear for my TY exams. I did not score good marks in my third year. So it was very disappointing. It was very sad. It's not that I wasn't a good student. I was a good student, but I never really uh, paid attention to my marks. For me, my education was beyond the marks that I got in the result. What I'm learning at college and top school or MBA was more important. But anyways, this was a huge disappointment for my family while everybody was cheering that, oh, you know, she made it to television and all my friends were like, oh, that's my friend on Miss India TV or the contest. I felt bad that I have let my parents down. I've let myself down because that's not the result that I expected. But then I wrote down my journaling and I still have it with me where I change the narrative, said, Bishwa, you made a decision. You chose something. This is the outcome. Maybe next time you would probably rethink your decision and then tell yourself that things are going to get better. Look at it at the positive side that, okay, fine, I did not score well in my TY, but I did something which was otherwise not easy to be, not easy to get. I, I got that one... Uh, lifetime of an opportunity that I would not want to miss. So that's self-talk. The answer is even if we make big decisions that don't really come out or the outcome is not to what we really expected, 
I think what we talk to ourselves is more important. There is, of course, a lot of crying. There is also a lot of self-doubt. I had to cry and talk to my mother, my friends that, you know, you know, why did I do this? I don't know where I'm going to go. All of that. But eventually, that conviction that you've at least decided, I did choose something, right? That self-talk has always helped me revisit my decision next time when I'm going to decide I'm going to be, I think, a little more smarter, (laughs) Because then I'm learning how decisions have an impact on the outcomes. And that's what we all need to do. So self-talk is the answer. If at all, we land up making uh, decisions that don't serve us. I agree to that, Vishwa, because it's, it's a very powerful tool and it's an easily available tool for ourselves. <laughs> also wanted to know, when we take a decision, close family members wouldn't be happy. And what uh, is that drives when we are taking a decision, whether uh, we should check on the relationship with ourselves or with others? How does that work? See, this is an answer that's going to change depending on the age. That point in time when I was, you know, 18, 19 or 20, the idea was not about upsetting my parents. Yes. It was all about my dreams that I wanted to follow, Right. That's the age where all of us are blessed with this energy, the adrenaline that, oh, I can actually reach out for the stars and the sky and I can get it. So that point in time, you, I have always been the one, even today, there are a lot of things that we do, which may not be, um, which may not receive support from your loved ones, but then you talk it up. But ultimately what I realized is that be it 20 or be it 40, something that really you want to do, right? You are taking responsibility for the decision that you are making. If you're willing to take responsibility, if you falter, I'm ready to see that, yes, I was wrong. I'll do the course correction or I'm ready to do the damage. As long as we are ready to take the responsibility of our decisions, I think we should go ahead. Because what else is there to life if we don't really take the risk? If we like something, let's go ahead and do it. I might break my leg. I might break my head. Isn't that what I even kids do? And that's how they have learned. They're not going to give up. They want to do something. They want to explore it. I think that's what is the journey that we all need to live for ourselves. I hope that answers the question. I completely second you, Vishwa, because taking responsibility for our own decisions is like what helps us to grow to the next level so with that i have my next questions to you like what are some limitations uh, you faced being a woman i want to divide this into two one is woman as in the professional world and one is uh, as a woman in the personal world in the professional world i think instead of facing limitations this is my personal opinion being a woman was very advantageous I did not see any limitations there because the bars were set low, right? They were expecting women were stereotyped in a certain way. Oh, she's going to be the emotional one. Oh, she's not probably going to be able to do it. And that was fun. I think inherently the women are blessed with grit because of the roles that we are genetically designed to play. That actually turned out to be more advantageous in the professional life. It is the personal life that I feel. Whereas a woman, there has been a lot of challenges. What I feel, and this is my journey that I'm sharing, is that personally a female is always expected to be fit into a standardized mold. So as a daughter, there seems to be an ideal mold of an ideal daughter that she should fit in. 
then you get into marriage you there is another mold ready for you that you should fit into to being the ideal wife then there is another mold that you need to be the ideal mother it just doesn't stop so i think more than professionally the challenges or the limitations that i have faced as a woman is more personal i don't really see men having any mold for themselves like nobody is really trying to be, as a as a female as a mother you are expected to be financially independent today you need to have a career you need to also look pretty you can't be putting on weight anymore so she has to be uh, working out healthy take care of the family at the same time oh if she's outsourcing cooking or something again she's not a good mother everything i think it's a lot the limitations have always been to be woman as a person not professionally right i would want to just be vishwa it did not be the ideal daughter or the ideal wife or the ideal mother i just want to be vishwa with all the strengths and weaknesses that anybody else as a human would have that should be the freedom i think we should get but these are the limitations that i think i have personally faced being a woman you know from being a daughter all the way to where i am and then i've also been blessed that you have people to support you and not try and force you into that mood so yeah but it's it's personally where the limitations have been more than professionally what are the two things which has helped you to travel this phase of uh, uh, being a woman from daughter wife and mother what practices which you did which has helped you to transit in a very smooth way with my journey i owe this to my godfather i call him papu he was my dad's uh, best friend and i lost him last year you need someone who is a mentor i've been lucky to have friends and of course my mom being there for me who has been a silent supporter but this person has really influenced me big time he has been the one to always provide me with the right book with the right quote with the right example and has asked me to push my limits if i would go to him and say kaku i'm really i don't know i don't have the money to do this how am i going to do it? he's like you figure out who can help you and then be thankful but then how would i really repay the money that someone has helped me with that maybe you may not be able to pay the same person back how about you land up helping someone else because someone else has helped you you're reciprocated in a different way so my journey from daughter to where i am today it is fundamentally at least when i was a daughter before marriage this person has played a very important role in my life to influence me to allow me to dig deeper besides him i think eventually it turned out to be a lot of friends and people around me stories you know you really talk to your aunts you talk to your elders how women have been expected to be the journey of my grandmother as a daughter in law was very different than the journey that my mom had as a daughter in law so i was as i told you the question marker the seeker so i was always cute right this all of this has helped me think consume and see where life is going and where i want to go and from there on start making conclusion or probably just use this as impetus to then eventually start deciding for myself got it so vishwa like what it costed for you to move from a well established career to be a homemaker love this question really. i actually wanted to share a quote yes, please the quote by henry david thoreau and the quote is 
The price of anything is the amount of life you exchange for it. I repeat, the price of anything is the amount of life you exchange for it. So to your question, what has costed me to move from career to being a homemaker? It has been a steal. I did not have to exchange my life at all. In fact, I've been gifted more life by being a homemaker. So that's where I am today. But I wasn't here when I had to decide. The point when I had to quit my career and make the decision to stay home, be there for my child, was a very difficult decision. I was filled with jealousy. I was filled with ego that was crushed. Like seriously, I have to let go of this career female woman who has just been promoted to something that she always aspired and she's finally getting it. And now I have to so I was filled with anger and frustration and all of it. But then again, the mentor helped. He said, if you are making the switch, that means you have your priorities in place. If this is your priority and you are blessed where you don't really need to have a career. See, it's also the circumstances that help us decide. He said, use this as a time to upgrade yourself. Lie low and you will always have a time to come back if you want. So for me, that switch, though the decision was, was not easy. It was not easy to see all my peers grow and get promoted to chief marketing officers of the world and CEOs. While I land up being this called a homemaker, you know, people say just homemaker. But today when I look back, I see that I should be happy, and I am, that at least I have a choice. My husband also gives me the freedom to choose. It's not a must, but it's a choice that I have. It's a lot of blessing. It's a lot of life that I have gained when I made the switch. So I'm very happy. And then I boost my ego also with the thought that I'm raising her tomorrow as who knows, a lawyer, a dancer, or an artist. <laughs> <laughs> true, I'm true. just playing an important It's a very beautiful Vishwasi. It depends on how people, right people around you at the right time while taking the decisions. And even if you take wrong decisions, people being there for you at that moment, it matters a lot for an individual's journey. I agree, completely agree to that. And uh, yeah, how was, I mean, what is that you learned, Vishwa, as a working professional? and Vishwa as a homemaker. What is that you like in these two Vishwas? I love Vishwa. So nice. <laughs> I too love Vishwa. Thank you. I just love Vishwa. Uh, so when I have to really think, I think Vishwa is a working professional and Vishwa is a homemaker. Both the Vishwas have made the Vishwa I am today. Right? So I consider both very, very important. Second, if I were to really think on what you've asked me, I see a lot of similarity. When I was a working professional, I was still part of a team focusing on the growth. Growth of the organization, growth of the role that I was playing. Today, as a homemaker, again, I think I'm part of a wonderful team. That's me and my husband. And here again, there is a focus on growth. The growth is our family, right? So I see Vashwa, the reason I'm happy today is it's the same Vashwa. It's the same 
uh, goals, everything. Like, you know, with my husband, we have this team meeting. Like I used, yeah, it's just that it's now with my husband versus someone in my office. So we also sit and have these discussions on, okay, what's our goal uh, for our family, right? Even though we are family of three, what's the goal? What do we really want to bring in? What new values we want to cultivate? So we have this meetings. And, and I like it because there is still growth. My point is I'm not stagnant, I'm growing. So Vishwa as a working professional and Vishwa as a homemaker, I'm glad that I'm committed to growth and I'm glad that I'm open to what this journey offers me. It's really, it's really, really, really wonderful uh, talking to you, Vishwa. Thank you. Uh, anything. Thank you. Thank you. Hey listeners, if you enjoyed listening to this episode, please leave your review and don't forget to share it among your friends and family and do subscribe to my podcast. And until my next episode, believe in yourself, love yourself and live the life that you're dreamt of. This is Chetna here signing off for now.